Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. We are joined uh, with uh, a couple people, and one of them is no stranger at all. Brother Bob Lee, thank you for being here for your uh, probably 100th consecutive <laughs> podcast or so, even though we've only done about 20-something. Oh, excited uh, to be here. Thank you. And we have Delaney, the Delaney, the one and only Delaney, the one that everybody asks about every time we go anywhere, and they're just like, is she here? And when I say no or... Uh, have to break the news that she's not not with us. Uh, they just like are no longer interested <laughs> because they love Delaney. Every, you know, they, a lot of people know uh, you through the videos, and for some reason they think you're really cool. It's weird. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm kidding, but every everybody really does. And a piece like of Delaney. trivia: I don't think the three of us have done one for quite a long time together. It was like we did like the, the first or one second I did one was with. All three yeah, of us. Yeah, and was, that was like it's the first. Or, that was like the second. I think I one. showed up late because I was saving a bird. Yes, that's right. How is the bird, by the way? I don't know. Oh. It, by the when I by the time I got home, it was missing. I probably got eaten by a cat. Would you I believe I completely forgot about the bird? Like, had no recollection when you said that. I had. I, it's still very fuzzy in my head. I, I barely the remember. The bird probably was very fuzzy then too. It's fuzzy and a cat. Okay, moving right along. This is reminiscent of most of our conversations that we have. Uh, which is, I think, why we all enjoy children's ministry so much because we're just all a little. Uh, ADHD. We love, yeah, ADHD bad, and we chase tangents and birds and things. All right, but we just got out of service, so this is Wednesday night after service. It is nine twenty-seven p.m., and uh, Pastor just preached an incredible message about dream. Uh, what was the actual phrasing of the title? Let's uh, dream some more. Let's dream some more. Basically reaffirming some dreams uh, that this church has had that uh, both Bishop and himself have had for the church. And then the importance of each of us having a dream uh, because, uh, well, for ourselves, but also as, as a piece of that dream, you know, we need to contribute to that uh, each in our own individual way. And, and when he said that, I'm, I, I, he started reading a dream that he had written down, I believe it was eight years ago when the transition between uh, him and, and Bishop happened. Mm-hmm. And the, the dream was just awesome about the, the type of church that he wants to pastor, a powerful, uh, doctrinally sound, holiness church that is healthy and vibrant and giving yes. both people and finances and every way. But when he said that, I remembered as he's preaching, I, I wrote down a bunch of dreams about children's ministry and about this church, but more, more uh, for the sake of this podcast about about children's ministry. And I think that is something that really is so important to the health and the growth of both a local church and then just apostolic children's ministry overall. We need to have bigger than this Sunday thoughts. And he said a bunch of stuff, and I want you guys to contribute here, but mainly about how he was talking about Joseph, how he had these dreams, and everybody started making fun of him. Mm -hmm. And Basically, if you don't have dreams that someone's making fun of, then you you probably don't have the big enough dreams. Yeah. And when he started getting made fun of by his his uh, brothers and everybody, <laughs> then he, he had another one that was even more crazy, as far as they were concerned. And so basically, he said, "We need to be known as the church with the dreams," almost to the mockery of s- some people. Of uh, man, they just say heads in the clouds. That's yeah. all they think Look, about. There goes the dreamer. There okay. goes the dreamer. Um. But, uh, yeah, so what did you guys get out of the service? I, I, I mean, obviously, we all got something. Is there anything that stood out to you, especially about that? Well, let me just, just say this. So one, one of the thoughts is, is it, it, along the same lines is goals. And, it, you know, we've talked every year, pastor yes. hands out, what are your goals? And so I kind of think of those kind of along the same lines. I know my wife and I, yeah. we teach, um, do premarital counseling and stuff. We tell them about, you know, um, your new life together and setting up goals and things like that. But I, I think that along with goals and dreams, I don't, um, I, I probably need to do this more, but I don't really sit there. And, and I think it's it's like you you need that, that kind of like, mm, like a little kickstart to kind of mm-hmm. do it, you know. And I, it's kind of just continuing to reinforce, you know, and remind you. You know, let's, we need to dream I mean, and, and dream big. Dream and big. Uh, I, I mean, that. about our Sunday school and whatever. And I don't do, I mean, we sit down, we have goals, we put lists together like that, mm-hmm. and, and, but on a, on a very small scale. But tonight I, I got really fired up thinking, 
Wow. And, and I've, I'm thankful that I'm part of the dream and I've, I've been here quite a bit of it. I was just telling Furman tonight, you know, about some things. I said, you know, you can have some dreams, young, young guy in our Sunday school and uh, about, he asked me what daughter works are. And I said, well, let's take, for example, I go, I'm not prophesying over you, but I could see him taking over a church. You know, and I he asked what it was, and I said, "Well, it's like this." And I mentioned uh, Riverside and Ensenada and West Covina, and he's, "Oh, I love West Covina." And so I kind of said, "I go, well, a bunch of people going there in a few weeks," but anyway, I'm kind of getting off track a little bit. But I was like, his face just lit up, and I I I could just see something going. I'm like, "Okay, you talk to the pastor about that, whatever." But you never know. And he's forty, thirteen, I think you said he was, but. but we need to just do that more. Just really start having a, just a dream. Just I know we do those like uh, what are the um, at the uh, conferences? You know what are the things you yes. accomplish over the next yeah. like, thirty days, sixty days, whatever, and do those. But I think we really need what are some big just put them out yeah. there. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna risk something a little bit here. So we've been talking about pastor and his goals and bishop and his goals. I, I was reading about this is a big leap here. The author of Dilbert. <laughs> Okay, the, the cartoon, right? The little comic book character. Uh, so I can't even remember the guy's name. What did, you remember offhand? Mm-hmm. Scott. Scott. Scott, uh, Scott something. Anyway, Scott Wilson. Not S- Scott something or other. The guy that the guy that made Dilbert. Anyway, the guy was a a known dreamer. But I I, I heard either a recording. It was definitely. It might have been a book that he wrote. <laughs> or a podcast that he was in or something. But he had these audacious dreams. What was it? Scott Adams, of course. Yeah, Scott Adams. Yeah, the guy that wrote Dilbert. Anyway, he had these dreams that were so... I, 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 There's another book. They call them BHAGs, these big, hairy, audacious goals. That, <laughs> they're just so... They're so big, you're almost embarrassed to tell people about them. Well, this guy, he had... He would write his goals. I can't remember what it was. Like this five top goals. He would write them down every single morning 15 times every single one and i know that sounds weird it almost sounds like the power of positive thinking mm-hmm. they were they were goals like i want to be a best selling author one day i want to be on the top of the new york bestseller this guy had never written anything every single thing he wrote happened every single thing by just dreaming and then reaffirming them and then basically by i say reaffirming them by by not writing them and forgetting them the way I did some of these. <laughs> but I think it's like keeping it in the forefront. Keeping it in front. That's exactly what it is. And just by, by it being on the edge of your consciousness, a lot of your actions lend itself to those. Yeah. So if we do that for the church, can you imagine writing down our top things we want to do for God every single morning? What would happen? Just that. Just that alone. Would our actions... Uh, uh, you know, change to, to cause those to come into being. I don't know. I, and again, I'm not talking, yeah, whatever. I, I, I'm talking, of course, uh, under the umbrella of what pastor preached. Uh, but, but it really is. There's, there's power in that. In, well, in you know, uh, and I, I just read something today about Elon Musk. And you know they're talking about. And I know we, we, we are. Okay. We're making some leaps. <laughs> I know. But hey, but, I went to Dilbert. I have no but, place yeah. to stand up. But the, the thing was, was uh, someone was saying, "How can a guy?" I mean, think about what the guy has done, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was, it was all from like dreams, and you know, about he really did dream about going to space. And now he he's like got contracts of like passenger. He's the only one contracted to give supplies to like the International Space Station, his his company, and he's manages a hundred thousand people. I mean, people can't even deal with you know a, two or three employees or whatever. Yet he's managing and coming up with these big crazy ideas. But it was it was all in dreams. Tunneling under a city, yeah, yeah, that is so stupid, and it's working. Yeah, like yeah. people are buying into this. It's a thing. Like it's actually happened. Yeah. It's just wild. Anyway, but anyway, yeah, that's definitely a, a little bit of a departure, but not really. <clears throat> just the power of big dreams. So um, I told you that I had uh, written down some goals, and I'm going to read. I didn't even read them just now. I just kind of made sure I was on the right document. Now, there's some personal ones that I'm going to avoid, but the ones about children's ministry specifically, I'm just going to read them. Guys, they're BHAGs. <laughs> These are big, hairy, audacious goals, but I'm going to read them, and we'll go from here. Okay, so um, let's see. I want to make Sunday School and Bus Ministry at Inland Lighthouse 
an example of what these ministries can be. By 2023, bringing 500 to 1,000 kids per week to Sunday school and 10 to 20 buses, being in control of those crowds, seeing them consistently getting the Holy Ghost and becoming active saints that are involved in the work of God. Travel to other churches and help them begin or enhance their Sunday school and bus ministries. Live up to my full potential. Uh, I'm skipping some stuff. Um, no, there was, there was more... Anyway, that was it. That was it specifically. And then there was another area uh, where I like, this is so stupid. This is so stupid. But like design, what would the ultimate classroom look like? (laughs) I actually wrote it. It's stupid. But I I can see it. It's almost like our sanctuary now, as far as the way it's set up with the big stage up front and the black open ceilings with the stuff. And for some reason, I really want to see like a, like a tire swing. I know it's it's dumb. It's this is so stupid. I know you're. It's, no, no, I'm excited. Bizarre. Keep talking. But uh, I, I, you know where we can control the lighting and we can have this anyway. I I can see it in my head, and we're gonna have it really decorated, like really good stuff. We went to the. Um, uh, it's a stupid, stupid dinner show in Pigeon Forge. Um, is it the country one? Like- no, it's a stupid one. It's the oh the feud one. What evil? No, the feud, like the the Hatfield McCoys. Oh, okay. Stupidest dinner show ever. Don't go to it. It's dumb. But their props are fantastic. I want to steal all of their props. They are so good. They have like these tree houses built, and these it looks so amazing. That's what I want to see. One day, one day. And in our educational wing, when we get it down the hallways, if you've ever walked down Wits End. Uh, in in Colorado Springs, there's a hallway when you walk down and the door rooms into the different whatever they have coming off that hall. Every one of them is decorated like a storefront. So the doorway is like it looks like an old grocery store. Nice. One of them looks like a barber shop, you know. And they're all just these old, but it's incredible props. Yeah. There's an area you walk through and it's a big cave. But when we have classes that are ours that aren't double use, that are nothing but Sunday school. Think of what we could do if it was permanent. Mm-hmm. And we knew this is this decoration that we put up is going to be here for years. We could make these things so incredible. And so I really want to mimic a lot of that. Uh, so those, those yeah. are big, goofy dreams. But 500 to 1,000 kids per week on 10 to 20 buses. Wow, that's, that's a lot of kids. And honestly, when I wrote that, I was thinking, well, we don't even have space. That's stupid. We don't have the facilities. You know, what would we do? Have it on the grass? But the church isn't done, yeah. and it's, it's, it's not done. So 2023 is coming up. <laughs> we got two years, well, so I don't, don't know if that timeline is accurate. But as Pastor talked tonight, and, and you know, well, yeah, so, so we can get this part of it paid off, but then the building, then that's going to take a few years. But we'll figure it but out. But it can happen. It can happen. It can happen. It can happen. So uh, I, I'm challenging everybody out there, including... Brother Lee, Delaney, myself, and everybody involved in our local church is let's think, let's think big yeah. mm-hmm. for our local bus routes. Uh, how many kids do we want to see coming? How many kids do we want to see getting the Holy Ghost in our classrooms? How many kids on a regular basis are we, are we expecting to see get the Holy Ghost? Um, I don't, I don't have that, that pinned down, but man, let's, let's, let's write those things and, and share those things and inspire each other and keep each other on track. I think it's, so exciting it really is it's definitely doable because i mean think of what we've had on on a on a good we've had well over a couple hundred haven't we yeah well we've we've had mid hundred you know hundred up to two hundred yeah um but it can happen it can happen and uh anyway dream big dream big and and i want to i want to see it happen we're not getting any younger delaney you're the youngest of us by far but I'm telling you, time goes by so fast. And I write these goals down that, uh, you know, with, with, with Brother James Wayne, we had this accountability group and we would share these goals. I, I, I have told myself I want to write curriculum, apostolic curriculum. So I've actually got it written out for three years. These are the, the topics I want to hit. Some of them we've already covered pretty thoroughly in all our past Sunday schools. So we can almost mimic those and say this Sunday covers this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have three years. I even have the, the themes for each of the pieces. Um, now I just got to go in and really dial it in. I want to dial it in from a, a, a toddler class um, where, where they have their own, uh, not, not their own lessons, but, but their own way of teaching the same topics. More age appropriate. Much, much more age appropriate, yeah. And I, I think it's just 12 and under is, is what I'm shooting for. 
Uh, I have a book that I wrote for kids that just got the Holy Ghost but don't really know what happened to them. It's done. I just need illustrations for it to get it published. And it's been like that for two years now, and I have never put it out. Uh, and that's where James, James Wang, three months ago, four months ago, he connected me with an illustrator <clears throat> in his church. So uh, anyway, that, that's that's where we're at. We're trying to trying to get it pushed through. But stuff like that, you know, we don't know how much time we have. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's let's think big and see how much we can get done. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, and Pastor almost said it tonight. I thought he was going to phrase it the way the way that I was thinking it. Is uh, I've I've actually told my wife. I don't know if I've expressed that to the team. I don't know if I've said this to you guys that I really want to treat Sunday school and bus ministry here as if I'm only going to be here another two or three years. Not that I have any plans of disappearing, but you just, yeah, I want to treat it that way. Mm. And that way, you know, we, we have people, we have so much talent here that can do so much. And I want them like ready. I was telling my brother, I really, out of our team, I really feel like there's like 90% of our team could go into another church and run a Sunday school program. They really could and effectively do it well. Um, and so I, I, I think that we're, we're hoarding talent and pretty soon God may want to share that with either branch works or I don't know. I don't know what he's yeah, going to do, yeah. but, uh, anyway, anyway, oh, I'm, I'm rambling. I'm rambling. Help me. Bail me out. <laughs> Bail me out. But, uh, we had a busy Sunday last Sunday. Yes. We talked about creation versus evolution. This yeah. is actually a topic we didn't cover too terribly long ago before this. Yeah. Remember, it's like the, it was only a couple months to be honest yeah and i'm not sure how it cycled in so quick but hey god knows so this <laughs> in fact uh we did creation versus evolution and for the first time in many many months we actually had a visiting family there a mom and a dad there sitting in the back that came from harvest fest and they were just there to kind of check it out yeah. and you know it's one of those things you can kind of say oof this is a bit of a not controversial but one of the i guess it could be controversial you know depending on their their perspective you know maybe maybe they're sitting back there and thinking you know i, I don't want i don't know if i want my kid sitting here if if, if these you know people are going to be telling her something contrary to what they're learning in school or something mm-hmm. but then i thought you know what i've heard that so many times of people that brought visitors to church and pastors teaching about tithing or something they're like why of all nights the night they come, and then somehow tithing brings them to the altar, and they receive the Holy Ghost. We've yeah. seen it too many times. I was just like, you know what? Forget it. God's got it. And these people need to hear this, apparently. So, uh, anyway, creation versus evolution. And, Brother Lee, you had something well, unique well, about that topic. To, going back to that, that couple, was kind of neat. Like you said, I think we, I think we just need to just dispel any preconceived notions we have and fears about what's going to happen just let it let it roll you know and uh just just see what happens you know because i because I, I talked to that couple i texted them uh yesterday i think it was just to follow back hopefully julian i think kim had given them the numbers because they were interested in 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 um, being picked up or something like that and uh uh, but it, it, it was real time. What was neat, though, and I think I texted it out to everybody, is the mom told me that at Harvest, the kids said, Mom, we want to come to church and learn more about the Bible and God. I just thought that was so neat. Yeah. So, so what was their connection from Harvest? Were they listening they, to the, they the just stage? Or? They just oh, yeah. They, they went, I think they went to the, the stage and then the, the booth you all had next to it. That's uh, so and, cool. And, uh, and something during the night, they just said, well, I want to I come to church here. And it was the kids. I love it. That is, yeah, that's so, so exciting. That makes so all three hours of teaching worth, yeah. worth every bit of it. But anyway, so, yeah, so, um, we're going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, so we've talked about creation versus evolution, and, uh, and, and I, love, I love that topic. I, I, it was um, many, many years ago when Brother Molenpah first started coming here. I don't know. Do you, do you know him? Have you had him? Um, I'm looking at Delaney, and, and you all probably all caught that on the podcast. Anyway, um, so, um, so anyway, Brother Molenpah. For the Molenpah. record, I know Brother Molenpah. <laughs> anyway, I'm kidding, Delaney. Um, it, was, it, was, it was funny because I was teaching when he came here. Um, I was teaching the science class here at the school. And I think we talked about that with Theresa and stuff. Uh, so that was many years ago. And, um, and I never really thought about, you know, I remember my wife, Norma, one time she said, maybe you learn some of that stuff in, in college, you know, uh, just to, to use it here in 
church somehow. I never really thought about it, you know. But I was teaching the class, and I never really uh, thought about creation versus evolution. So, so Delaney here is in, in college and whatever. Mm-hmm. When I was going to school, the, I had these brilliant professors, and they're all teaching evolution and this and that. I wasn't in church. I, I had gone to church off and on, you know. I, I guess I thought I was a, a Christian or whatever. Um, but I never really paid much. I wasn't like a real Bible student or anything like that. And, uh, and I'm like, I, I just would sit there and listen to the professor. I'm like, well, if God had us come from monkeys, then I guess we did. Who am I going to argue with these guys? And I, I never, again, I never thought about it. And I didn't really think about it again until Brother Molenpaw came and he started teaching, you know, his classes and, and, and I, you know, got it, it kind of got me energized and looking into this stuff and thinking about it and jump fast forwarding 20 something years um, to our Sunday school class here recently as I was preparing and looking up stuff I started getting myself, and I was telling these guys I was telling uh, Brother Philip and Sister Delaney before the class, I get myself all worked up, like I'm going to have this big debate and this big fight with some evolutionists, you know and, and you know, I'm working out, you know this, well, I've, it's never happened, you know I've never, you know, although I did have a couple. At the e- end of your lesson, though, you did challenge. I did. I did put out a challenge. I want to get to. Go tell your teachers. called out all the teachers in Rialto. Well, and here's why. So, so I, I was debating this, not debating, but just like uh, uh, emailing this professor a long time ago, and, and he said, you know, something, and I, he, and I finally said something that either made him mad or made him think. Uh, I hope I hope I made him think about something, but he stopped writing me, so I, I you know that anyway but um but i was thinking as i was preparing for this this class um several months ago um i'm getting some brownie points here several were looking at the topics ahead i started really researching this stuff i I really i really did and again i was getting myself worked up and i was watching or listening to reading this guy who he was actually a, a um a christian professor writer but he posed as a um as a Somebody who's born and raised in the church, but gotten enlightened somehow through college. Hmm. And I'm sitting there reading or listening to a podcast, you know, but he's, he's at a, but his old friend invited him to talk to this Christian group of, of college students. And he said, so I'm going to tell you my story, raised in church. Christian family, blah, blah, blah. But then when I went to school, so he's faking all this stuff out. You didn't know this. And I didn't know this. And I'm sitting there and I'm starting, let me out this guy. I'm getting fired up, right? But he started, you know, people say, okay, open mic. Do you have any questions or whatever? So they're asking him questions. And one by one, he's there, you know, um, these kids are asking questions about you know things and well what about you know string theory and multi-universe theory and all these kind of these crazy things out that i don't know anything about i know delaney knows all about and she can explain it to me after class i hope she does because i don't even know what you're talking about and 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 they're like uh well anyway i I could just see you know and these demoralization of these kids you know and i thought man Maybe evolution is right. He started convincing me, and uh, no, he didn't. But I sat there. But I started thinking, how would I? And I'd probably stutter, and I and I started thinking because I'm not a debater. I've never. That's why. So I get myself all worked up, like I want to debate these people. You know, it's never happened. But I don't think I'd be a good debater. I'd sit there, and you know, you, you know, um, and and so I'm sitting there and listen. I go, wow, how would I answer these questions? You know. I, I don't know anything about that. But then I, then I started thinking, I'm like, don't get off track. You know, what do we tell these people? Don't just narrow. You gotta, I think you got to narrow the subject down to something. And then it finally came to me. And that's what I kind of did my lesson on was, was DNA is, is, is how complex, you know, our bodies are. And just the genetic code and the billions of billions of cells and, or, or, and molecules put together in a precise order. And if it's not in the right order, you're going to have a, a deformity. It's not going to get improved or anything. It's going to have, you're going to have problems. And if you think about just something like that, you know, it's like, you know, forget about string theory and multi-universe and all these crazy ideas. I mean, even the big, they don't even think the Big Bang, you know, they don't like the Big Bang anymore. I, I didn't really, I didn't really started really reading it is because this is too much like creation. You know, it, it like fits creation story too much, you know. And so 
And so I was, I thought, you know what? I don't, I don't, I'm not going to worry about it, you know? And make, yeah. you know, I, 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 I was putting myself on the defensive end, you know? Mm-hmm. And think, you know what? But as, as we're doing it, we're talking about school and public schools and, and what, what other things these kids are getting thrown at them. But, but I'm telling you, they make this, the professors make, the 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 it's sound logical and good and you, you'll buy into it you know unless you really and it's such a complicated subject it really is to try to bring it down to a five six year old and I did a terrible job of it by the way um, I, you you made it sound infinitely complex which is exactly what you were out <laughs> trying to do I don't but I, you know I said how do you do it and that's that's what that, that's the challenge if your teachers start teaching and telling you this you say well I don't know I, my son for, is for everybody's listening Bob actually told the kids <laughs> this what yeah. go, go ahead what, what did you tell the kids I, I just said if you're teaching they're teaching that raise your hand be all polite and respectful but tell them say you know what i know a guy that that says that that's not true would you talk to him and i said talk to him give him my number i'll, I'll go i'll come to your class and i'll do it you know and uh I finally get my get my debate on you know and brother lee pulled out his gauntlet slapped it across the face of every teacher out there I, I, but you know again because I and the sad thing is it's like we could go talk about abortion and stuff like that and and you know and and it, it's just you know when you start pinning and nailing these people down I think if you really sat down and said you know I, I'd love to you know I keep telling my wife I want to run for Congress you know I see you know self you know being in Washington what was the, the big hairy <laughs> big, oh, big hairy the, this is his behind I'm going to be uh, you know so a congressman someday and she, she tells me she walks out of the room when I say that but anyway um, I sit there and I <laughs> and I follow her example <laughs> and so I sit the there leaving <laughs> come, come back, back. Uh, so anyway uh, I just sit there and I think you know what there's we got to get to these kids somehow and there's so much stuff being shoved down their throats and Mm -hmm. and and and, you know i'll let you guys talk here a little bit because i want to bring up something else here in a minute but um uh but we you know i i it's sad because these young kids their minds are so impressionable and if i was confused at an 18 19 20 year old college student you know what are these ten, you know, eight-year-old kids yeah. thinking? You know, and they don't. Their their minds are getting twisted. So we got to do something. We got to be exciting in our church. Tell them the truth. Mm-hmm. Don't back down. Don't be afraid. And you know, be kind and stuff about it. Hopefully, I was. You know, but um, um, but we got to reach these kids somehow. And, and I'll t- I'll tell you. Yeah. I'm not not just the bus kids that we might only see once or twice, you know. That I think our own kids yeah. that aren't in church in a in a they have questions. Here, they may not voice it, and when they go off to school, I get worried yeah. about them. I mean, you hear about some of the thinking, and and you kind of, you know, you're like I don't know if they're thinking right. You know, I'm not the pastor or anything, but I, I don't know. You know, yeah. I don't know. Well, I think that brings up a whole <laughs> bunch of topics, not just creation versus evolution, but there's many topics that. We need to teach our kids, but there's so much uh, being taught contrary to to the bio, the biblical point of view that it can be a tough topic to address. Yes, uh, creation versus evolution, just one, one of many. A while back, about uh, basically being what God created you to be. Right, boys being boys, girls being girls, mm-hmm. and those are those are topics that can be tough. Mm-hmm. To walk that line of of you know we we, we, we don't want to we want to teach it the Bible way we don't want to back down from the truth mm-hmm. but we're also not there to you know, just put our finger in the face of these kids exactly saying, that's not you're wrong yeah. there's an attitude that can if we're not careful come come with it of of. Uh, anyway, we, we, so it's, I, it can be a tough deal. So I, I think it's good that we talk about that. Again, just like the dreams, we need to be in our face, talk about what are better ways to do it. And going back to what Delaney just brought up about God made us, you know, I filled out so many applications and stuff recently, and, and everybody knows why, um, because I don't have a job. <laughs> he, but he's anyway. told everybody on every podcast recently <laughs> that he doesn't have a job at least four times. But so I, I didn't know this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we know who listens to our podcast. Um, but anyway, um, so uh, as I was filling out these applications, and, and if you're out there and you've done it, they have that. 
they, they, it's it's not you know they, they have the gender things on there you know how do you identify yourself what are your pronouns and you have to fill these things out like every company <clears throat> yeah. is doing this and I'm sitting there going, are you kidding me I mean I just think I it's know, so it's interesting the the corners that they paint themselves into with the situation because now it was so funny during the Olympics right now they had guys wanting to compete as a girl and girls wanting to compete now that those lines that they've said are now blurred that there is no the no male but but they're still holding strong in some areas because there is differences between men and women and they know it and there's physical differences that no one can contradict there are absolute differences and they're saying if your testosterone is over certain amounts you you cannot compete as a certain gender and yet this those same people will go and, and you know and be completely fine with saying that there is no man or woman. <laughs> Just where, which, where are you guys at on this? Give me a break. But those topics can be very tough. Brother yeah, Tyler did a, a session on things that should not be taboo in children's mm-hmm. ministry. And there are some topics that are, yes, they are tough. And you do have to be careful about how you talk about them. Sometimes maybe you talk to the pastor and say, hey, we, we really want to cover this, but we want to do it correctly. Mm-hmm. But they need to be addressed. We can't mm-hmm. dodge these topics. Yeah. Um, you've got to use wisdom. We've got to do it correctly. Uh, but there are ways to teach these poor, confused kids that come in not knowing you know, if, if, if there is you know, a, a God after all, if there uh, was creation or evolution or even what, what they are as a human being. They don't even know what gender they are. Um, and I, I, I think sometimes we're afraid to, to take those on. And I, and I, I did like how you said... <laughs> Call me up and I will show up in your classroom and I will, I will be happy to talk to your teacher because that's cool to tell the kids one thing to tell them, stand up, you know, to what the Bible says. It's another thing to say, I'll stand with you. That's pretty cool. Well, I mean, that's, that's what I, I wanted to try to get that across is that I believe it, you know, but, but again, you know, I'm sitting here stuttering, just trying to figure out what to say next. But when you're sitting there, you know, young kid against the mm-hmm. professor and the teacher, somebody in authority, and uh, and and I'll, I'll go on and bring this up. So I'm getting my septic tank pumped. Okay, this is straight along the lines of where we've been going tonight. But did, <laughs> so, but did we take a wild left turn or no, what? No, it's, I'm, I'm going to get us back on track. So the guy that's pumping my septic tank, he's in there, and the machine's going. I'm, I'm only hearing every third word, which is probably a good thing. But anyway. Um, Hopefully you heard the right one. <laughs> but he starts telling about it. Now he, he's uh, not... <laughs> <laughs> wake up, lady, wake up. So anyway, so he's telling me about his niece or somebody that's in a public school university who got an F because um, she didn't quite agree with the stuff that the teacher, you know, just because, like, I think we were talking about just because we don't think that way or something like that, where we, we you know, we, we look down upon or they were ridiculed or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, she took an F and she finally bailed and she ended up going to some Christian school because of it. And I'm telling you, it's it's so per- pervasive out there, and and just in your face, kind of st- they're they're in your face with all this stuff. Yeah. And I, again, I think we need to do it with a loving, kind way, but we need to think of good ways to to do it, though. I think that's a good point. Is they're not afraid to make their uh, opinions known, and we we don't need to back down from the truth of God's word. It hasn't changed. We haven't changed how we believed ever, and yet. All of a sudden, society is flipping on its head, and and now we're, we're the you know the, the objects of ridicule. But it's great, you know. So it's like you know, everybody knows I, I like science and stuff like that, and I'm not a great scientist. Well, the funny thing, the funny thing about this, I'm always introduced as this brilliant guy. I flunked out of school in fourth grade, and that's the highest I went. Most people don't even know that, but it's kind of crazy. And so anyway, but what? Can you clear that up real quick? <laughs> that is I just not want, true. I just want to see the look on the lady's face and see if she actually. I just it. assumed you were pulling everybody's leg. <laughs> okay, I didn't anyway, believe you. But uh, but I'm not. He, he did not flunk uh, out. Of but but I, I don't. I, again, I don't do. I'm not in science and whatever. I just like it. So that's that's clear. Yeah, clear. you don't have your masters in biochemistry or nothing. Well, but I don't do any of that. But anyway, so but it's so it's a it's amazing. I mean, it's because it's you neat don't stuff. Have a job. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody's looking for an old biochemist out there, uh, here I am. Available. So anyway, oh, uh, what were we talking about? So I don't take, even know. Uh, I don't. I forgot. I think, I think we finished that line of thought. 
I don't know. Okay, why don't we just go into our recap? Yeah. Okay, let's go. So Sunday we taught on creation versus evolution, and uh, it's it's ironic. Uh, no, it's not ironic. It's just, there's 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 a lot of ways you can talk about creation versus evolution, but it was funny because everybody, man, they they left no stone unturned. So by the time it came to do my final lesson, there was like nothing left to teach. So uh, let's start with Bree. Uh, Bree did the creative intro to the class. Uh, this is terrible. She but wasn't there. That's right. She wasn't there because her bus was late. She told jokes. <clears throat> Why was her bus late? Do you remember? I don't know. I thought that was weird. So I'm sitting there, and Danny's looking at me like, who's, who's whispering? Who's, who's up next? I'm like, I don't know. And I go, what's this kid? I know you guys, you guys told a lot of jokes to kind of open up the class. There was a lot of joke telling. Well, then, and then he brought up his egg and how his egg was going to well, Yeah, so I thought we were going to just kind of flip the rule, or do the rules first, and then mm-hmm. come back to Bree and him. But she just never showed up until, until We probably should have. Uh, and their, their bus is really good, so who knows what they ran into. I uh, I did the intro the last time we did Creation vs. Evolution, and I walked in with a thing of slime in my hands. Yeah, how right. is this going to turn into half? I don't. What? I remember that. Um, so that was an example. So Bree would intro. have done something super creative like that had she been there, but she wasn't. <laughs> um, then Danny did the rules, and his he had an, he egg, had an egg that was going to turn into a way to have fun. He's- yeah. yeah, and so I, he said, he said, just play along. I said, okay, oh, what do you want me to do? He said, just play along. So he said, I have this egg. I'm like, what are you doing with the egg? Well, I'm waiting for it to turn into an, a, a rule, a way to have fun in Sunday school. Well, obviously that's... that's preposterous. Uh, yeah, very preposterous. And the kids are staring at him like, what are you... What? Where is this going? Because they didn't know the topic. And I did, and it was still a stretch. <laughs> Uh, but the but the kids start finally started catching on when he's saying no it'll turn into I just know if I wait long any enough second. yeah any second it's going to turn into uh, a, a way to have fun and so then we started getting the kids involved if we wait long enough do you think this is going to turn into that and of course just an absurdity like well you, you know Danny maybe if you just stick around the rest of the day you'll understand that there is a, a much more logical didn't he promise to break it on his head if. They got all the rules right too. It was kind but of. But he did say he was kidding at the end. Oh. He did say he was kidding. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then we did the rules. Then well, got, you did got, the song. You got punished later on enough. So oh yes, yes. More than an eight. Yeah, we'll talk about that. How we ended the day. Uh, uh, but Delaney, you did a song. And I which did a song. One? It was uh, "Come On and Dance." And you had a reason. And I tied in like we. We were created to worship God. Mm. So we're talking about creation today, and let's worship. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know if you want to, do you want to cover the other song we did. Sure, go ahead. We didn't do it. What do you mean we didn't do it? We ran out of time, and we skipped the other song. Are you kidding? No. Did I skip it? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. That was not intentional. Oh, I thought it was on purpose because we were like Delane, 10, okay. 50. From people on the podcast, I like I did not even realize I skipped the song until just now. I really did. I thought it was I thought it was on purpose because Delaney, we I would at least told you. It, it was fine. <laughs> well, what song nachos, might we have? Done? Uh, we were gonna do "It Is Good" by VBS. Delaney, I am so sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> Next time, just say now it's time for a song. As I'm going up there, what what was I thinking? Why did I do that? You probably think we were running out of time and we still had uh, a. No, I, I, I just spaced out. Brother Danny. No, I just messed up. Uh, so then we had a skit, puppet mm-hmm. show by uh, Sarah Torado and company. Are, are we going to talk about how you almost sent poor Delaney into therapy by getting on her about her jokes? Oh, that you know what's big, funny? He always what says I have such bad jokes, but I usually take the jokes was, from she him. She was crying, and I, I felt so bad for her. Oh, that was all an act. Oh, uh, was it really? Yeah. I thought you were really hurt. I've started, uh, every time he says something, I act like I take it seriously, so he feels bad about it. And sometimes it works. You'd think I'd know by now, but no, sometimes I still feel bad. Um, Lainey is such a great actress. At, at a drop of the hat, her tears are just mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah, she has command over her tears. Oh, up. my goodness. You're oh, so oh, kind. So we were in the middle of class, and every time we would tell a joke, um, we would somehow mock your jokes. Is that what happened? Yeah. And then you said that one of the rules was I couldn't tell jokes anymore. And I pretended like I was crying and I went backstage. Got it. And then I was back there trying to work up a tear so I could pop out when I came to do my songs and like be crying for real. And it didn't work. 
But then you apologized. And yeah, so you did. It, I it messed everything up. Kind of uh, so what did Sarah Toronto do? She did a skit, uh, her and Kim, but yes. I, I'm trying to remember uh, the Kim basis. Kim was her mom, I think, yeah. and she was going to school in my evolution, and then she saw how monkeys can, at any point can just turn into humans. That's right. Just, wow. She was excited about the Big Bang mm-hmm. evolution, and she just got more and more into it, and, yeah. and Kim then, was trying uh, to straighten her out. Sister Kim, playing her mom, um, was saying, maybe you should look at both sides, there's other evidence, and... Come on, you don't need to like completely ignore it. Right. Well, th- just, that's one thing I think we need to be clear on with our church kids. We're not asking you to bury your head in the sand and yeah. pretend that there is not an opposite side to creation. Mm-hmm. It's 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 good to understand the 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 yeah. uh, arguments for I, I guess is is the word yeah. I'm looking for, and and understand that there are facts to contradict those. And I th- we're I th- not trying to pretend that that those arguments don't exist. I feel like in a way, knowing the opposite side helps you. To strengthen your absolutely it in, does in your side. Same with one God and everything yeah. else. You should you should know what they're going to. You know, if you have a conversation with someone that believes in the Trinity, you should know what they believe and, mm-hmm. and why they believe it, and how to you know biblically you know. Well, we'll kind of going back it. to what I was thinking and, and research and thinking about it is, um, and I, I wrote this guy who at the end of that that was faking like he had turned into an evolutionist after being a Christian most of his life, but when he finally got enlightened, whatever, I wrote to him, um, is what, what is, what is like the one or two, think of like one or two good arguments against evolution and just, just really nail those. You don't have to be, and that's what, that's what it kind of said. I don't know. I don't need to know about multi-universe because all this stuff is coming up new. It's like they, they have a new theory every month on, on this stuff because nothing fits. I mean, Mercury is, is the way it is now because it used to not be in its orbit. You know, it used to be more like this. And I just read that yesterday. And, but now, because it, 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 when they, as we study more in space and things, they're finding that these, some things don't fit their, 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 uh, their, Worldview or their their thinking their their story or whatever, and it's like okay, so they got to come up with something new, which is which which is what science does, you know. I mean, bloodletting used to be really cool, um, you know, until we kind of realized that's super cool. Yeah. Or killing people, <laughs> so and uh, I mean, Sister Theresa's into that. Uh, but anyway, we talked about the whole oh my She works for a blood bank. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, we talked. Okay, that was last week. Go, we'll let anyone listen to it. But all, all you out there, the life of you the can flesh go is in the blood. So anyway, but uh, they change so much, which you got to do in science. That's how you know. But it's crazy. Their their theories because they they got to fit their narrative, and uh, it's just kind of weird. But just again, you don't need to be an expert on everything. I guess mm-hmm. the point is yeah. find a couple things that just you know just yeah, you know, make make sense and just. Say you know what you you explain this because just how life formed they they skip over all that they say the big bang millions of years happened and here we are well wait wait a minute let's back up a little bit let's go back to tell me exactly what happened and then get down to when okay when did when did life form okay so the day before life formed what you know and just have them try to explain it and they can't do it you know they they really can't because they don't know. You know, oh, we haven't, we haven't, and they're arguing this. We haven't figured it out yet. Oh, I'll say, well, you know what? When come to my church for a while, and then when you figure it out, then you can tell me because I'll be right here waiting for you or something. My, my dad told a coworker once that it that he had more faith than my dad did because my dad believes a living God created living things, and his coworker believed that non living matter gave rise to living matter. He was like, that, that takes more faith than I could ever have. And he goes, you know what, Kevin? Right, exactly. You know, and and so there, I needed your dad to sit and help me through my debating um, fears. But but it, but it's true. So I, I, we don't need to worry about it. We we have nothing to fear. We don't have yeah. to worry about it. We've got the truth on our side. Absolutely. So that's that was how that skit wrapped up. Basically, the the mom worried about her daughter. That was, if I remember correctly, Sarah Toronto played the daughter that was raised in church, but yet was being led astray by, by the teaching mm-hmm. and her, uh, her mom, how, how did they wrap it up? How did, how did they wrap it up? I don't remember up? exactly how they wrapped it up. All I remember is just her saying, we'll study out this other stuff. And, and then I think they started reading the Bible or talking about creation and just, and then she started, wow, that's right. God created, you know, and I think that she just kind of started thinking back how, okay. right. you know, or something like that. So after that, we had Brother Lee come up, and he did his mini lesson. Um, 
And why don't you just give a put it in a nutshell for everybody? Well, I just I just kind of it was more on like probabilities and just okay, mm-hmm. evolution, random chance of just things just kind of just happening by chance, right? And just know there was a lot of zeros. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. Well, when you think about it, in mathematics, I think Brother Molenpaul might have a chapter in, in in his book Creation versus Evolution. But I just took my name, Bob. You know, there's so many combinations: capital B, O, and small B. You can put that together in six different ways. If it's just random, just you're those three letters can come together three different ways. Six, six, six ways. Six. Ways. Okay. And only one way is right. One out of six. That's just just three letters. Mm-hmm. But then you take Robert, six letters. It's something like seven hundred twenty. And then uh, I said, well, let's get a little more complicated. Like I love you. So you got what is there eight mm-hmm. um, letters there? It's like it jumps to like forty thousand different ways to put yeah. just those, those eight letters together and stuff. And then I, then you go to DNA. Like our body has like three point two billion mm-hmm. DNA. You know, uh, adenine, guanine, cytosine. Th- I mean, all together in the right order. And, yeah. and if it, it again, it can be very calm. And if you know something about science. If, and that's why I don't understand why a biochemist or somebody that's evolutionist doesn't sit there and like, wow, that's, you know, that's why I, I kind of want a debate. So if anybody's out right. there, you're probably not a probably not listening to this. <laughs> listen to this. But if you are and you want to talk, think about it, because our body, we got thousands of, of proteins. He's not just calling out kids, teachers. He's calling you out, <laughs> you professor out there. You know, so. You know, we got thousands. I do have. I'll, I'll send his email to you. Okay. So, I mean, think about. Okay, and Delaney's a Bible scholar here, uh, inquisitor uh, scholar, I and mean, uh, whatever. And so, but look at the Bible. So, the Bible has only three million letters in it, but you got all these words. And if you put the words in the right order, okay, you, you know, I mean, okay, that's a pretty incredible feat. But it's ten times the the you know our our DNA is just ten times bigger than the Bible, and they got to be all in the right order. And just the fact that this randomly all just kind of happened, it just it's just the numbers just mind bogglingly. Yeah. And, and then you have the the fact that nature by default tends toward chaos, not order, and exactly. so things don't don't it's you know, we talked about the probability of walking by the, by the mullen pout walking down the beach and finding a watch put together yeah it, yeah. it doesn't fit it it, it 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 would never ever occur on its own it did it's not going to come together and that is so simple compared to our bodies well i, I was you know and, I, and I, again preparing to thinking about this if you think take a glass let's say you had a glass just a you know just a drinking glass right if you came across that on a beach you know i mean that comes from sand and silica and whatever in there. So it's it's what it's it's sitting and what it's made out of. But yet, if you saw that, you would not think that that glass came about just by over time and just chance yeah. and whatever. And it's the same five molecules that are right there. Mm-hmm. But look at the complexity of our bodies. Uh, you know, and the cells and the DNA, and again, all the molecules, the enzymes, and everything that's all put together, and how complex it is. Yeah. It's just, but yet people think that that will happen, but yet they see the, the obvious thing. Oh, no, that, there's no way that could happen. But you see design and all that. So, so you're, you're, uh, some of what you, you explain to the younger kids, they may not have understand specific uh, arguments that you're making, but they do understand that it is so complex that it's impossible to have happened. Mm-hmm. And whether whether or not they they were able to follow some of the some of the stuff that you were talking about, because quite frankly, I was scratching my head on some of it. <laughs> Bob, you were just way too smart. Uh, but at the end, it was so clear that this you're, we do not happen by accident. It takes a creator to create us. Yeah. Uh, it was a really good lesson. Uh, then we had Larry and Sarah do the giveaways or the games of teachers. Do you remember what, what did they do? They did giveaways. They did a little spinner. Picked That's a, right. Picked a row. Did, did they did they tie it in to creation? I can't remember. I I just remember Brother Larry said he hated this part of class and didn't want oh, to do it. Oh, just being silly. I don't remember that it really tied in. <laughs> uh, then we were supposed to do your second song, and I still I can't believe I skipped that. I really am sorry. That's uh, fine. Then uh, the final lesson. And uh, between the skit and Brother Lee's lesson, I, I had a lot of stuff prepped just in case. I wasn't really sure where all it was going to go. Um, but I wanted to talk about probability as well. So I had a puzzle, a small puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I asked the kids if I were to throw it up in the air and let it all fall to the ground, what are the odds of it turning, in, of it completing itself just by falling and assembling itself? Mm-hmm. 
So all of them, you know, never would happen. So what are the odds of just two pieces connecting? What if I threw it up a billion times? Do you think it would ever assemble itself? Because that's what science is saying, that if you do anything enough times, the chances, you know, it's like, like you give uh, the monkeys to the typewriter, eventually they're going to write Shakespeare. You know, it's just, it's not going <laughs> to, if it, with an endless amount of time and an endless amount of monkeys, it's going to happen eventually. It's absurd to throw that puzzle up in the air um, a trillion years in a, in a row, it's still never going to assemble completely. Maybe a piece might kind of link, but it's not going to turn into this puzzle. It never will. And then the next time you throw it, it'd fall apart. Those two pieces that were connected. Yep. So anyway, that's how I started off, just talking about how we did not happen by chance. I just uh, You had a little black balloon. Oh, well, that's what I started yeah. with. I started with a balloon. That's right. Balloon. Then I did the you puzzle. You did do the puzzle, but... That's right. I had Sam come out. Mm-hmm. That's right. I had this little balloon man, who, who your sister made, by the way. Daryl made that. Oh, very nice. We are on the bus, and I asked her if she could make it while I was driving. Um, and so I had this balloon man, and I told Brother Bob that uh, he just appeared out of nowhere. And you were skeptical, which, which I found a little troubling. Um, I can't remember exactly what you said, but uh, basically you doubted my veracity, that, that this man, this, this uh, balloon man just popped up. And do you, what, what, what were you saying there? Just, well, we were just playing along. Just, uh, really, it just, and there wasn't anybody else around. Nobody's twisting it. It just twisted. No, and no, it just popped up. And then after you that. argued with me enough, started sure? making me feel yeah. bad, I said, well, yeah. actually. And then I pulled okay. out a balloon yeah. monkey. And I pulled it out and I said, well, it started like this. And then I had it sitting there and it started untwisting itself. And it twisted itself up into this man shape. So that's really what happened. And, and you still doubted me. I, I was a little hurt by that, quite frankly. <clears throat> and so we talked about when you see a balloon monkey or you see a balloon man, the last thing you're going to think is that happened by chance. Mm-hmm. You're going to think, wow, someone knows how to make a balloon animal. Mm-hmm. And that's what we should think when we see a person. It's so like much more complex. When you see a man, you should think, wow, there's a man maker out there somewhere. Yeah. Because it's just too complex to happen on its own. So that's how we started it. Then we went to the puzzle. And I had something else. Uh, it was kind of like the puzzle thing. But I made some blocks and I wrote the word creation on them. Yeah. And I had them lined up. I didn't do this in class because we already had some variations of it. You did something like this. Well, oh, you're, with, you're with my letters. We got basically the same thing. So yeah. I was playing with your block. I go, okay, creation. Yeah. So what I was going to do is get them <laughs> and say, how many times would I have to just, th- or if I threw this up in the air, would it ever spell creation again? 40,282. Yeah. I suppose, you know, eventually a couple of them might be in the right order, but, yeah. but they're not uh, just going to, it, we, we, did, we tend toward chaos, not order. Um, and then I ended it by talking about how God is not done creating. Yes, he was the creator. He created the universe. But he also is still in the business of creating and making us into more than we can be. Uh, I'm talking about how sometimes you feel empty. And I had the dream bag. If you don't have a dream bag, it's a magic trick. You can get on eBay is the best place to get it. Sometimes Amazon, but get the jumbo one, not the little one. Uh, but it looks like an empty paper bag. And you can show it to everybody. They can look inside. It looks like there's nothing in it. And then you can start pulling these boxes out of this supposedly empty bag. And it really is a pretty cool visual, especially because I bought three of them and I've stuffed them all in there. So I got it. So you can you, you go. Let me interject here real quick. So I'm standing behind because I'm still on the platform watching you do this. I, I love this. is a great illusion. And, I, and I'm watching directly that couple, the parents that brought the kids. I'm watching them. And their faces were just glowing. They thought it was oh, the coolest wow. thing. So I'm oh, sitting there cool. staring right directly at them. And they thought, they were like, wow, this is, wow. You're like, and, and, and the guy's like looking at his wife like, wow, how did he do that? You know, it was just neat watching. So that's, that's that is cool. a cool one. Was, no, I didn't, I didn't catch that at all yeah. with this. That's, um, but you can hold it up. And, and so you pull out one box. And the box is about four inches by four inches maybe as far as uh, height and width. And then length is the length of the bag. Uh, so you pull it out, and the kids are like, well, maybe I just missed seeing that one. By the time it's done, I pulled nine of these things out, and every one is probably a third of the size of the bag. If you had them stacked up, they're like bigger than yeah. the bag. Yeah, it, it's huge. It it's just fills the table by the time you're done. And the kids were, were just tripping out. But the, the whole point of the illusion was that out of nothing, God can create anything. So when he started with creation, he didn't have much to start with. You know, the he, out of nothing, he created the sun, the moon, the stars, and us. And so if you're feeling empty, God can, God can make you into something. Just give him a place to start. Um, and that's where we ended 
Sunday school, but it wasn't the end of our day <clears throat> because we still had some some uh, unfinished business. So maybe uh, you were you were a little eager. <laughs> I was. Someone finally could join in my suffering because I was the only one that had suffered this. Well, why don't you tell them about what we're talking about? So two years ago. Or last year. It was two years ago. Two years ago. For our kids' night, we had offering contest, yes. boys versus girls. And there was a boy representative and a girl representative. The boy representative was Brother Julian. The girl representative was me. And whoever lost, whichever side lost, their representative would get slimed. So I got slimed. Yes. It was and pretty gross, too. It Yes. <laughs> But it was it was worth it. It was but it, and it was great. But it was disgusting. And um, and you volunteered. I did volunteer, and I ended up with cooked slime in my hair because mm. hot water and slime. Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah. It really did. Yeah. Oh. I showed up at church Sunday night with. Well, he used pancake batter, so I showed up with pancake in my hair. It was great. Ah, but how nice. <laughs> Um, I was the only one. People were probably this. commenting, "What is that wonderful fragrance of shampoo you have?" I'm I'm craving maple syrup for some reason. Yes. I don't know why. Um, but uh, I was the only one that had suffered that out of our Sunday school team. And then this year we did the same thing, offering contest, but we wanted to up the ante a little bit. And so the new gross thing to get dumped on your head was nacho cheese. And I did not get volunteered this time, voluntold. We didn't voluntold you last time. You you said you I, wanted to do it. I know. But It we, sounds the, better if I say I was voluntold. The okay. kids would prefer it that way because I don't want it. Probably. That's Otherwise, true. Otherwise, they're like, true. oh, she wants to get <clears throat> mine. Never mind. So this time we so had... So this time we had Brianna Hinkley <clears throat> for the girl representative, and <clears throat> the boy representative was brother Danny Torado, mm-hmm. who is... Our bus driver. Yeah. So there was like a double excitement on our bus on yeah. Sunday morning. And we did, we, we counted the offering. Mm-hmm. And all I can say is there was either a lot of people protecting poor Brie or someone <laughs> had it out for Danny. That's all I can I say. I think people had it out for Brother Because it was a landslide. Brother Danny, I don't know who contributed so heavily to your You demise. have a very big enemy is all we can say. <laughs> with deep but pockets. It was almost double. <clears throat> the the girls offering over the boys. Wow. Yeah. And so, so we got to dump nacho cheese on the But we added in a special thing. We used our dunk tank. Yes, yes. our reverse dunk tank. Our reverse dunk tank for Harvest Fest for this. Well, I, so I recommended this on our, our Sunday school chat. I said, hey, it'd be cool if we did it in a, in a dunk tank instead of just dumping it. You know, just kind of add a little drama to it. And then I went out and, and found the dunk tank. It was so beat up. And it was Saturday night. And I, I was just like, I don't want to deal with this right now. So I had to take it home. I almost had to rebuild the thing from scratch. The thing was hammered. I had There was parts smashed, boards broken, wow. boards missing. Anyway, finally got it, got it here. What do we use that last for? Harvest. Harvest Fest. Uh, oh, we, la- not we last year. We year one. On our place. Sunday fun day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right. When you and, remember when you and Lauren went it bonkers was, with yeah, buying yeah. those $50 pool noodles? It was very cold. Yeah, it's very cold. Uh, but yeah, so we, we put uh, the, the reverse dunk tank. The way it works is there's a tray that flips mm-hmm. that is sitting above the head of the person sitting in the, in the, on the seat. And when you hit the target, uh, it just it flips Knocks over down, and flips over, dumps down. over. But you guys filled it this time with, with nacho, nacho cheese. And we did, added a little bit of water. We had three cans of nacho cheese, added a little bit of water because it was already pretty runny. Thank goodness. Well, and, and so Danny, yeah. he, I, I, I think he was leaning forward a little too much or something. So it kind of fell behind him a little mm-hmm. bit. But then he and he might and have thought that he was maybe missing the brunt of it. But Delaney, no, no, no she no. would have none of that. I had a chair right there on, yes. uh, on standby. Mm-hmm. I stood on top with the ladle that we had had from, in the bowl before. And I scraped that thing almost almost clean. <laughs> if you've seen it on Instagram, Apostolic Sunday School on uh, Instagram, you can see a picture of poor Danny. He got absolutely hammered. Yeah, he was covered Literally head to toe yes. in nacho cheese. It was, it was beautiful. I, I think without your help, though, he might have just kind of got it down his back. But as it was, he, there was, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. there was no he, he was wiping nacho cheese out of his eyeballs. Like, yeah. he, he couldn't see. <laughs> it was the most pitiful sight. Uh, and, and Delaney was, was, was just loving every moment of it. And, and Bree seemed to be enjoying herself quite yeah. a bit as well. Bree was very happy. As the picture would indicate. 
Well, I did ask her. I said, were you kind of low-key wishing you were getting dunked? And she said, yeah, but yeah. I was, yeah. So she kind of... But you can't let the kids know that. <laughs> yeah. We so, both... We she like was, I think she said she, way she way. was going to be prepared, though, with like... Because uh, her hair, she's got a lot With hair net, or not hair net. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> Or something. I, I think she something. said she was going to have something, but anyway, but... I got it all in my hair and everything. Ruined my blue suede shoes. It was that great. reminds... What was the... What was the pie in the face deal that we got, like, all of us? Oh, uh, Logan had an offering challenge that we did separate from kids night randomly right. earlier this year i think or was to, late last year we, a bunch of us got dumped was, was last year all of us guys all got the dumped? guys got pied we in got the face pied. and the girl yeah. teachers i think got to pie yeah. people yeah okay was, so i was thinking that was great too yeah yeah, yeah that was great that was, that was neat yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's do that again we should do that yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, we have covered a lot of ground. It has been an hour, um, wow. and okay. uh, I, I feel like I, I have rambled far more than I should. <laughs> so I'm going to apologize. <laughs> uh, but thank you, Delaney. Thank you, Bob, for joining us once again. And everybody out there that listened, if you guys have any recommendations for topics you want us to address uh, or questions that you want us to do our best to ramble on about, we'd be happy to uh, try to do that, uh, send an email to info at apostolicsundayschool.com and we will, uh, anyway, we'll see what we can do. All right, till then, we'll see you guys. God see bless. You we'll God see bless. you next time. Bye. Bye.